thank you for listening to this latest podcast from the University of Leeds. I'm Friday Cordingly, the Deputy Director of Communications, and I'm in conversation with Simone Boytendijk, the Vice-Chancellor. We'll be discussing Simone's most recent blog, where she put forward the case for the university to become an explicitly values-based institution. Much has been written in recent years about values-based organisations and the potential they have of uniting and motivating employees. But what about a university? What are the implications for staff and students, and importantly, the work we do through research to make the world a better place? We'll be discussing all of this with Simone. Simone, welcome. It's really lovely to see you again. Thanks, Friday. First of all, can you just tell us a little bit more about your blog um, and what it means to be a values-based organisation and why this is so important to you? Yeah, what I try to do in the blog is explain that if we truly want to take our place in the world as universities and if we want to use everything we have to actually make a difference globally to help change the world, which I think we can, I think we're superbly placed to do that. Um, we need two things. We need to have a very clear strategic vision. And we need to decide where we put our efforts and energies, how we can help change the world through education, through research, through societal outreach, etc. I think we, we can't be clear enough about that to make sure, both to ourselves and the outside world, what it is we're going to be doing. But I think a second part of that, and, and, and absolutely crucial for success, is that we know what our values are, what kind of principles do we need to lead us down that path to make sure that we keep doing the right thing. And I think if we have shared values that um, enable us to reach the strategy, then we'll be so much more successful. And how does this fit? Because obviously we've we've re- recently launched our strategy, and when the um, so how how does this fit with the strategy and how do how does being values based enable us to to deliver it um i think i think it's absolutely synergistic i think if we have the right values and I'll, i'll talk a little bit about how to define those um we'll know much better how to reach the strategy and we'll also know why the strategy looks the way it does and if we have the right strategy that does focus on how we can best help change the world then we will at some point know what kind of values we all need to embrace to do that well. So just to, to pick one that I mentioned in the blog, um, values, uh, value like trust. I think it's, it's hugely important that internally, but also externally, we create more trust and we, we make sure that we can trust each other to be in this together, that we can trust each other not to be hugely competitive, that we can trust each other to think about um, our work from a community perspective, because without trust, we'll be very much focused on ourselves and we we feel lonely, threatened, um, stressed, and everything we shouldn't feel if we want to think about how to work as a community to actually serve the planet. But there are other values like um, the values around inclusion and diversity, which are equally important if we're not an inclusive university, if we don't create that sense of belonging for everybody in our community, it's going to be so much harder to reach those strategic goals. So I think with the right strategy, the values will sort of become clear uh, in discussions with the community, but also with the right values, 
will be more able to, to develop a strategy that helps us play that role that we want because of our values. So a value like um, uh, transparency and integrity, or values like transparency and integrity, I think they're very important because if we don't share how we work and uh, what, what kind of work we're doing, if we're not open about also what the leadership are doing, how the decisions are being made, it will be very hard for the community to feel part of that. So transparency in everything we do um, is, I think, a very important value. But the values, of course, are a little bit more abstract. They're not as clear as a strategy with an implementation plan and, and um, yeah, very clear deliverables, which, of course, we also need to develop. So for me, it's almost like values are, are a bit like the kind of vows that we we maybe feel in our hearts, how do we want to live our lives? What kind of people do we want to be? And in terms of the values for the university, it's like, what kind of university do we want to be? I'm, I'm really interested in how we, because I, I really like the notion of values being um, integral to us and part of how we, how we conduct ourselves and how we live our lives and then being important to us. I think in, in an organisation that's as, 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 big as a university with a and with a community that's so diverse how do we how do we make those values more than just words on a page how do we enable people to really like you say feel those values and are, are there any other organizations where you've seen this being done really well um yeah I, th- I think it's actually almost crucial to have those values to share them as a community especially because we're such a large organization with so many different groups uh, with different roles and sometimes maybe different interests i think the values will keep us together as a community because yeah let's just pick one the value of of inclusion if that's a if that's one that we very strongly feel that we feel that everybody should be included no matter what their background and they should feel that sense of belonging which i think is very close to to inclusion then i think we're also going to be on the lookout as a community for groups of people that are not being included that may actually feel on the sideline or maybe even outside of where the most important things are happening and that means that we have to organize ourselves differently we have to do our best to bring the voices, the people in who may feel excluded. And that can be both in the student body, it can be in the staff body, it can be in the combination thereof. And I think it actually makes us happier as humans when we know we're doing everything we can to create that very sense, the strong sense of community and belonging. Yesterday, I had a really uh, great conversation with a whole bunch of people in the university who talk about academic tutoring and personal tutoring and how much uh, value that gives to the tutors if they do it well, if they can help students feel part of their group, feel part of the university, feel a sense of agency in their studies. And we're all keenly aware that especially students from minority backgrounds, different backgrounds, first in their family, they're so often um, yeah, more challenged to actually be able to feel that they belong, that they too are a very important part of the university community. So if if we hold a value like inclusion dear, 
I think that can help us on a daily basis decide where we want to put our energies. And it can help me as a leader to think about the infrastructure, to think about how to encourage, empower, incentivize people to actually exhibit those behaviors. Because I, I think in, in a lot of cases, and the behaviors aren't the way we want them to be in a big organization like ours, and it seems like we're not really adhering to our values. It's not because the people are bad. It's often because the, the incentives are wrong. The infrastructure isn't conducive to the right kind of behavior behaviors. It seems like we're asking them to go for their own individual goals first and then the community's goals. So I think values that we share really truly within an organization will also help me as a leader to decide where to put my energies and also where to create the right infrastructures and the right reward systems. If we have the right values, we also know what kind of behaviors to reward and what kind of behaviors to discourage. Okay. And because I, th- I, th- I think one of the one of the interesting things as well is you, you, you talk about becoming a values-based, to be a values-based organization, there needs to be that culture of collaboration and inclusivity and trust is a, is a value you've talked about a lot. And um, how close do you think we are to achieving this for staff and students at the university? I think at the University of Leeds we're closer to it than many colleague universities. Um, I, I've been in this university leadership business for a few years now and I've, I've met lots of colleagues and I've seen lots of other universities and I think we're, uh, we're more than average focused on um, our own community and our own in, uh, values like inclusion, like uh, tr- transparency, integrity, uh, but also in the wider community. I think we're very focused on the wider Leeds community, on enabling um, students to come into the university from underrepresented, my, uh, underrepresented minority backgrounds. I think there's a very, very strong sense of of social activism almost in University of Leeds um, compared to some other universities. While we're still also holding dear our sense of wanting to do good research and, and actually pulling our weight in maybe more traditional outcomes. And I think that's an extremely exciting combination that will put us in a really good place to use that research, to use our, our really great teaching uh, to make make a huge impact on, on both the local and the global world around us i think we're in a really good place that's that's good um and do you because one of the one of the thoughts i have when i think about values as well is is thinking beyond the the leads you know the university of leeds immediate community but how much could or should our values drive and inform the partnerships we make um and and how and what do we do if our values clash? Yeah, of course, when we have values, we also will find that they clash sometimes with things that we would like to do. Um, and that's, of course, where, yeah, where the going uh, gets tough and where we need to have conversations with each other when it's about investments or um, yeah, ways of, of making money that we need to do the right thing. We need to think about how we want to do that. Um, so that's on the on the part where it sometimes becomes difficult because we know our values don't really um, yeah, hold when we want to do certain things. 
Um, on the positive, I think it can also inspire us to find the right um, partners to work with. So for instance, if our values are that we want to collaborate, we want to uh, be inclusive and, and inclusive, not just in the Leeds community or our own community, but really beyond. I think it makes a lot of sense to start thinking about collaborating with universities in the global south who are less wealthy than we are and, and less opportunity um, to, to do stellar research or to teach at the scale we could be teaching at. So, so I think that's the beauty of values, that it can also make us um, take better choices. It can inspire us to choose between two options. And that's where I think we need them. Because sometimes these choices are, are not easy. And some people might say, we've, 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 we are a values-based organization already. We have values. What, what would you say to that? Oh, absolutely. Of course we do. Um, but I think it's really useful to at times look at your values again and wonder whether the strategy that you've just embraced and the new direction and the innovation, which always builds on what's there by definition, um, and, and ask whether those values from, in our case, 15, 16 years ago, um, still feel completely fitting with what we're trying to do in the next 10 years. I think that's also the value of values. It, it's really good to every now and then be really contemplative and look at them and say, is this still how I feel in my university heart of hearts? Um, are these the values that we want to embrace as a community? Are these the values that will guide us um, to best deliver on our on our personal and, and university goals? And do you think, um, how, how do you, how will we know and, how will we know that we're behaving in a values-driven way? And how will, and, and I suppose, what will feel different for people? Oh, that's a really good question. It's almost, it's extremely philosophical. You could probably write a whole book trying to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the test of it uh, can come in many different ways, can come in um, how the outside world perceives us, whether... Um, our colleague universities think we're more outreaching and collaborative, especially the ones who, who don't have uh, as much as we do. But I think on a very individual level, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if we live by our values as a community, uh, and if on a daily basis we're asking ourselves whether we're still doing the right thing, eventually as individuals living and working in our university community, uh, we'll be less stressed and more happy. Humans like making a difference. They like feeling that they're part of something bigger. They, they really do want to look beyond their own, um, yeah, maybe more competitive needs. And I think we all feel happier when we feel like we're part of a really strong community. So I think we can probably find it at many different levels and maybe even in our NSS scores at some point, I wouldn't be surprised. But probably also in the kinds of projects we're doing, the kind of research we're going to do. If we do this well, I think in 10 years, we'll find that we're doing even more globally relevant research, that we're making an even more important contribution to, to tackling global challenges, and that we'll have probably different staff and students be drawn to our university. Because what happens when you're very open about your values and very open about your strategy um, you, you can attract people to the university who have similar goals and values. 
So because our community, of course, is not stagnant, we keep drawing new people in on a yearly basis. So if we want to become more strong in those values, more focused on the right strategic goals, we have to be extremely explicit about them also to draw other people into our community. So what I'm hoping is that in five to 10 years, we'll also have, have been a magnet for talent that, that wants to thrive in a, in a strong community. And probably for people who are from different backgrounds that may not necessarily thrive that easily in more traditional, more competitive university cultures. I think there are many ways of actually sort of showing that. Yeah, thank you. And I, th I think one of the things I want to come back to that you 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 alluded to earlier was was the importance of reviewing and our values. Um, and it was I think you said fifteen years ago since we we last did that. And I'm kind of fascinated by how you know we have five values at the moment. How how do you where do we begin um reviewing those and how do we how do we narrow it down to so few when there are so many great values that we could choose from yeah exactly no i think i think it's it's um yeah it's not easy to do it but i think the process itself can be incredibly valuable no pun intended and so what i'm, I'm what i'm planning to do is is yes talk to many different people in the university and i'm i'm very keen to also get the, the voices of early career researchers and students into these kind of very important decisions. So I think talking to, especially the people who've joined us recently who are younger or, or earlier in their career and find out what kind of values they would like to see, what kind of values they individually embrace to, to when they're looking at the rest of their careers. I find that almost more interesting than asking people who are sort of toward the end of their careers or who are past you know, 50 or 60 what their values are. But in the end, of course, we, we all need to feel like these are the kind of values that can make us proud. Maybe that's a good way of looking at it too. Can you feel a sense of pride in a university that embraces these values very explicitly? And a sense of pride in our university, of course, also creates a sense of belonging and that, that inclusion would be so want. Yeah, I, I love that. I love the sense of pride because that that goes back to you should really be able to feel it deep inside, shouldn't you? I think that I think that's a, a lovely way of encapsulating it. And finally, kind of one of the the thoughts going round in my head is what how how do we what kind of leadership style do we need to implement this? Because this this um yeah. It, it it, it's, it it has to work at so many different levels, doesn't it? For it to it to create a a, a culture, a values driven culture in the university, which requires may require behaviour change. And I'm I'm just interested to know what kind of what your message would be to to leaders and others across the community about about how this could and should be implemented. Yeah, I think it's like with every big change in, in any organization, it's very important to be really visibly leading from the top. Um, because if the leadership themselves don't show that they're serious about these values in their behaviors and the things they say and the, the incentives and the disincentives they put in place, I think they're not going to mean much. 
But at the same time, it's also very important for leaders to listen to what their organization, and, and again, especially I think the younger people, the people in less powerful positions, and maybe in more service roles, the voices that don't immediately come to the fore, um, that we'd listen to, to those voices as well, and that they feel that they see themselves reflected in, in the values that as leaders we then clearly embody. So it, it needs to be top-down, bottom-up, but every layer in the middle as well. And that's why it, it often takes time, because you're right, it's also culture change. So you can't stop just by saying this is our strategy and now we're all going to do this. These are our deliverables, our KPIs, we have a great business plan, which we also need, <laughs> clearly. But but at the same time, we need to make sure that, that the, the, the leadership can role model, but also are shown are showing that they're listening, that they're willing to, to really open themselves up to the voices of many in the organization. But I have huge faith in this university. I think the way that, that we've been able to talk from a leadership position with large groups in the university, the enthusiasm I, I feel and hear around our new strategy. And I think many people will want to help me with redefining our values and, and figuring out how we can use those as a sort of guiding light for the next 10 years when we're implementing the strategy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And I, I'm, I'm interested in whether you think that um, behaving and acting in, a, in accordance with values is something that can or indeed should be recognized and rewarded yeah that's that's another great question i think it would be wonderful to be creative about that and that's where i'd also like to talk to the entire community how do we reward people who clearly embody our values and who role model um all everywhere in the organization um yeah so that's something that we need to think about how to make sure that that those role models are being recognized and that that they know that we want them to do these the kinds of things they're doing. And sometimes that can be in the form of prizes, but it can also be in the form of making sure that they are part of the stories we're telling about our successes, or they get a clear role in, in certain decision-making, or we enable them to do more of what they're doing, uh, which may not be part of their, their regular job description. So it, I think it, it features into everything we want to do. So thinking about our reward and recognition and how we do that now and how that may have to change to also uh, clearly um, encourage people to exhibit the behaviors that we want. That's, yeah, that's one of the things that I think leadership can also take a very clear yeah. uh, position in. Great. Okay. Thank you. Um, Simone, I'm, I'm conscious that we're drawing towards the end of our, our time together um, absolutely fascinating. I've really, really enjoyed this conversation and probably could ask you lots more questions. Is there anything that you, you feel that you'd like to add that I, I haven't asked you about already today? You've asked all kinds of great questions. And as I was answering them, I was thinking beyond where I, I was when we started this conversation. So I think we, we've done some, some good stuff already. Um, yeah, maybe just to say that I'm, I feel incredibly proud, if I can use that word again, to, to be leading this organization, this, this university. Uh, we already have a really strong community. Um, and I, I'm looking so forward to um, together working on everything that we know we want to do. 
and these kinds of conversations are, are a very important part of that for me. So thank you, Friday, also for taking time and asking me those uh, really, really great questions. Thank you, Simone. It's it's I've I've really really enjoyed it, and I'm sure I'm sure people listening will will get a lot out of this podcast as well. It's been it's been great talking to you. Next time there will be a special International Women's Day podcast. Simone will be speaking to Dr. Cheryl Hurst from Leeds University Business School to talk about her journey to becoming the university's first female vice chancellor and how the university is supporting more people from diverse backgrounds to succeed in academia. Thank you for listening. Please look out for further podcasts on Spotify and other podcast platforms. Please follow Simone on Twitter at S.E. Boytendike to find her latest blogs. You can also follow the University of Leeds on Twitter at University Leeds.